0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. All right. What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Scroll Down. Um, I made that into a country song. That is the new theme song for today. I am Nicole Thurman. I, with me, as always, is Marcella Arguello. How you doing? I'm good, girl. How are you? Girl, I'm good. I'm living the dream. Today, I turned on the camera for this Zoom, and I was like, oh, my God. I scared myself. But I'm here <laughs> now. Scared and I'm oh, yeah, okay. I, yeah, I have my hair up, you and my hair was like, kind of sticking out. <laughs> You're I was like, a holy shit. But I'm good. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I had a good weekend. I went dancing with my friends and fam on Saturday at this place called Crocodiles in Modesto. It's basically a wedding reception without the wedding. It is so fun. They play like wedding mu- style music. It's a lot of Bruno Mars. A lot of like funky jams, old school jams. Some country western shit in there. And um, we love going there, and it's always a blast. And I'm a goof, so I dance with this old man who's always there. He's a regular there. His name's Tom. One time we were out dancing, some drunk. He was dancing with a drunk bitch, which is really his bad. He shouldn't be. He should know better. He's like seventy something, you know. He shouldn't be dancing with a young drunk bitch. No. She pulled him down.
0: Of course, they can't be trusting.
1: And she pulled him down. He landed on his knee. And every time I go to Crocodiles and I see him, I ask him, how is your knee? He had a fucking brace on that shit. Oh, I, my God. I, every time, Every time I see her, I get so mad again. I mean, every see- time I see him, I get so mad again.
0: See these old ass men think they, they can kick it with these young mm-hmm. ass women, but the women they drunk, they don't have balance. They're still they developing gi- their brains, so they don't give a fuck about you, sir. They don't sir, give they a fuck give about a fuck. you. They don't know nothing about no osteoporosis, sir. Yeah, they are exactly. twenty two.
1: Oh my god, I'll, I felt so bad for him, and so Aww. I dan- We danced like three songs. We danced with like two fast songs, and then like. They were like, we're gonna slow it down. And I, uh, he goes, thank you for dancing with me. I was like, this is my favorite song. It was like, Mariah Care, We Belong Together. I was like, this is my favorite Aww. song. Tom, you don't wanna keep dancing? He was like, oh yeah, yeah, we can keep dancing. And then we danced one last song and it was really, we, and he knew, he knew like the like the, the tune. He was like, ah. he didn't know the words, but he knew. You could hear it. I could hear because we were both singing it. And then it was hella funny because I sat down. A couple songs pass, and I have a tap on my shoulder. And he brings me like this large pub mix of like snackies. <laughs> oh. He just hands it to me, and I was like, "Oh my god! Thank you so much! Oh. It was amazing. It was the best night.
0: How was your weekend?" I love that. First of all, my weekend was good. Um, I just was like kind of chilling. I did this. I did something to get on a Saturday that people were saying was very brave, in that I merged my friends. Like you know how you have like friends from Ooh, yes. certain different places Absolutely. and you meet them all, and like I'm pretty like. I'm not antisocial. I'm not. I'm just a little bit of an introvert. And I'm also like, I don't always feel like expending energy on big groups of people. Yes. So typically yes. when I see friends, I see them one-on-one for like a lunch or like a, you know, right. a chill or like a fucking whatever shopping day. Um, yeah. and so all of my friends are like separate friends that I hang out with solo, right. but I was kind of just like, I don't even know why I wanted to do it. I think I was just like me and my dude been hanging out, chilling. And then like, Me and my friends been hanging out, chilling, but, like, nobody knows each other, and it's, you know, it can be more, it can be more, like, we can amp it up a little. So, anyway, long story short, I took, I I made a whole bowling night thing, and so we went bowling on Saturday. I felt very, like, I I felt like a mom. I bought a bunch of snacks. When we were at the bowling alley, and I bought like chicken fingers and mozzarella sticks for everybody, and I was like, Here's I the love snacks. it. Yeah, it was had, like, like a, a junior party. high party. It was like a junior. It was like
1: it was like a yeah. junior high birthday party where you were the it, you were the birthday girl, but also the mom of the birthday
0: girl. One million we Because everybody was also saying that everybody was like, this feels like a birthday party. I was like, I know. I don't know why, but I think it's because it was like it was like fairly childish. I'm like drinking a Coke, eating like shitty snacks. Yes. Um. But it was really fun. I beat everybody's ass in bowling as it should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, it was just nice. It was nice for everybody to get to meet each other. It was like a short thing because, you know, nobody wants to play that role yeah. for that long. But yeah, everybody two, got to meet you get each two, other. Two rounds. Yeah. You get two good rounds in and then everybody uh got along and you know. So it was fun. It was fun. Let me ask you this. What were the backgrounds of your friends? Like was a comedy friend, a writer friend, a like, you know, exercise friend? Like how how do these friends know you? Yeah, it's uh, not as many comedy friends. It was, uh, okay, I worked with one girl in 2012 in Chicago, so we've known each other for 10 years. And For instance, Chicago, there was a person I met at the gym who also happened to have lived in Chicago at one point, and so, like, she and I had been friends. We were workout friends. You know, my friend from, like, a showcase that I did where I, like, don't talk to anybody but him randomly, right. and then, like... Who else? Oh, this girl I did a commercial with and her roomie. Oh, cute. Uh, Yeah. So it was just like people like that. And then, you know, my dude. And it was just like we were all just chilling. It was really nice. I don't know. I, I had a nice time. Um... And the friend groups merged. And it's so funny because I didn't even think of it as, like, this big to-do. I was just, like, I always hang out with people one-on-one. Why don't I try doing a group thing? But the right, only way to right. do that is for me to be this, the one that's bringing the everybody scheduling. together. Yep. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and then, you know, I didn't want to do just, like, a bar thing. So I was like, maybe if we have an activity, then it won't be so awkward <laughs> yeah yeah Uh,
1: and it's true because it does get people like you get a team going or people start rooting for each other or they start like being sad that somebody lost or whatever and that yeah creates that's how you create friendship I love yeah I love merging friends like friends from different backgrounds there's like one friend that for years well I should say two friends there was two friends that I wanted to meet for years but they just and they even they both went to UCLA at the same time and then now one lives on the other coast and I'm just like damn that friendship is never gonna happen but I knew that they would have been great friends one day we'll be able to make it work actually i did that with like my girls sandy and rosie with lydia that was uh my favorite friendship merge story is lydia hit me up to go see mariah carey and JLo because they were doing like back-to-back nights mariah carey on a friday and j-lo on a saturday or something like that and um lydia was like i ah, the people i usually go to vegas to wouldn't be down for this shit so i'm asking you if you want to go because i had never gone to vegas at all mm-hmm. as an adult and um, she she was like, but I kind of don't want it to be a girls weekend, but I, I can't seem to find the right girls. And I was like, I got two girls for you. Nice. And they're like, hella cool. And they're like, chill. And they're not like, too annoying comics, you know, because, you know, yeah. me and Lydia can be a little bit like, okay, enough with this comedy energy, you know, we, Yeah, we like to hang out with like, normal ass bitches, you know, yeah. and, um, and then we did we all and then sure enough, the night of Mariah Carey, like she fucking start singing make it happen, I start tearing up, I look back at them and then Lydia starts tearing up and we're all just tearing up and it was just like, Oh my God, this is so emotional. And then uh it was great. But it was like such a fun girls weekend. It was my first like girls weekend ever and it was in Vegas and it was a blast and it was like cool because that's when their friendship started, like really yeah. started. They kinda knew each other, but it was fun. Yeah. I love friendship merges. It's my yeah. favorite shit.
0: I think it's really cool and I don't know there's something kind of because like, I have a weird I'm kind of just like a generally anxious person and I always think everybody sure. hates me because that's just the vibe if you're anxious um, <laughs> like it's totally illogical and it's just my yeah, yeah. You know, fucking thing but um, I so it's like this it's a nice thing too to kind of just like look around and see all of your friends talking and then them being like how yeah. do you know Nicole and then all these people show up and you're like oh my god like I got all these people to fucking do some bullshit in LA of all places too which is not right. easy for people to come out and do do shit. That's true. Um, so yeah, it was and nice. It was like fucking, a birthday. It was like a birthday. There's just it's just time. To, it's time to go out. Time to see people. Time to kind of get some things going. And I think like. I want to mix it up with people and not kind of keep the status quo. Cause I'm sorry. I like LA. I do, but it can get fucking boring for me, for me personally. Cause, and so I have to, but I realize like I, I have to find ways to make it not so fucking boring. And that means I have to do a lot of work, which sometimes sucks, but it's worth it in the end. Cause then your friends get to all hang out. Yeah. It's effort.
1: effort. Just putting a little effort into some shit. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You got to find, you got to find the spots you got to, and you got to invite people. There was, um, what is that? Monday Night uh, Shortstop? Is that what it's called? Shortstop has yeah. that Monday Night Mo- Mobeta. No, not Mobeta Mondays. It's um whatever. They play fucking old school shit. But that's like the it's so funny because for years I was like inviting people and I would wait for them to show like to say I'll be there. And then it got to the point where I was like, I'm just going to go by myself. If you guys are going to be there fine but i'm going alone because i kind of got tired of like waiting like putting in all the effort and then Mm -hmm. the homies like just don't ever fucking go out that's that's the other thing about la is that it is hard to get people to come out on a monday on a tuesday on a wednesday Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. but those are usually the funnest fucking nights to go out you know
0: yeah you know everybody just fucking put in a little work into your friendships (laughs) friendships are hard (laughs) in your 30s but i'm telling you if you do like if you just invite some people they're gonna come they're gonna have fun so merge your friend groups yeah I went to a barbecue on Sunday. I was like, listen, look at this bitch being Damn. social. Being social. I, I'm not anti-social. Wait. I'm just like lazy, I think so.
1: But wasn't the weather bad this weekend in LA? There was a, there was a day that it was, was raining cold. like
0: crazy. Yeah, I that went, was a oh, that was day. the day I went to a movie actually. I went to see the Batman, which we'll talk about later. Ooh, we'll but, talk um, about later.
1: I didn't know it was raining in LA because you know, I'm not out there and it was, I called Nicole, you know, Nicole Byer, name uh-huh. her. <laughs> her. I called her. her and she was, she was like, she was like, I'm getting gas and then she's like oh my god it's raining and then she's like I have to call you back or I said something like call me back girl get your pump your gas and she gets in my car she calls me back and she's like my wig is soaked oh my and god. I was like it was halluc- like nothing is funnier than Nicole Byer reacting to some regular ass shit not that a wet wig is regular but it's the rain like right. bitch you should have brought a hat or something and then I was like What's up? What's up with their... You didn't bring a hat or something? And she was like, No, it's the wind! It's not the rain. It's the wind. It has a covering. And I was like, Oh my God. Nicole's hilarious. I love her. But that's how I found out that it was raining. I had no fucking clue that you guys were dealing... L.A. and rain, not fun.
0: Not fun. Well, not fun. And then the streets are not equipped to handle the rain here. I'll tell you what. No, I was not, not. I wasn't out. But holy shit! When I first moved here, I couldn't believe it. It was January. It was like pouring rain, but only pouring rain for like ten minutes, and then it was like floods everywhere. Everywhere. Cars yeah. wrecking. People crying in the streets. You know, like fucking I had can't handle a guy.
1: One, yeah, I had a guy once. I don't. Just outside of L.A., I was doing a show in West Covina. I was driving back. This motherfucker so the freeways are fucking awful You can't see shit you don't know where the fucking separations are it's like not flooded but it's like all has like an inch everywhere of water and i fucking hate that shit and i've learned especially in la when it's raining i go in the slow lane i don't fucking waste time i just go hella slow in the slow lane i just mind my p's and q's in the slow lane i don't try and do no funny shit i mean i drive like a maniac every other time but in the rain, I don't play with the fucking water. Anyways, so I'm in the slow lane, going slow as fuck. Rain is scaring the shit out of me. And there's a fucking car out of nowhere that gets in front of me and starts breaking. Next thing you know, this motherfucker is hanging out the window, like, pointing at me and saying some shit. And I was like, did I cut him off? Like, I had no idea. Because if I did do something, like, it was an accident, right? Because yeah. the rain was so crazy. But I'll never forget that, that I was like, I'm getting threatened just because I can't see the freeway. I can't see yeah. shit. And now I'm fucking about to get shot up by this thug. And uh, <laughs> I was so spooked. I was so spooked. I'll never forget it. That I So whenever I think about the raid in LA, I think about that dude just absolutely overreacting to the fucking freeway doing me dirty, basically.
0: Oh, I was like, "What?" It, I saw like, you don't even know what happened. It could have just been that I you have were no in, like, idea. a wrong lane it just, or whatever. T- it just
1: like terrified me. I have no fucking to this day. I have no idea. But he oh. was like, "Break!" and it went for a while to the point where I then was like, "I'm gonna slow down even more because I have no fucking clue where this is going and it's not gonna end well if I even stay close to this dude because right. some people think." That they're fucking in Fast and the Furious and right. that they're in like going to actually like some shit's about to pop off. And I'm just like, bro, I'm just trying to get home from a comedy show where I made like 10 bucks, if that, a slice of pizza at most. Man. Man.
0: I, growing up in the Midwest, you're used to having weather, you're used to having snow, ice, cold, whatever blah blah, right. blah blah. And everybody's always like, oh my god like, why are you guys even bitching? It's just right It's just because the weather is so chill here for the most part and normal that any dip, either like in any direction, it feels crazy. Wind feels crazy. It uh, is rain crazy. feels crazy. The other day I was like I'm so fucking cold. I had like a jacket, a sweater, jeans I was just freezing. I looked at my fucking <laughs> to, uh, you know, weather app and it said it was 54 degrees out. And I I was like bitch what but it was it feels yeah. very cold here so
1: yeah it's weird um, it's also the wind is very dramatic with those fucking palm trees oh yeah palm trees and wind
0: oh my god i saw a girl get hit by
1: i saw a girl get hit by a leaf. oh really yes oh my god. Sh- and them shits will fuck up your car them shits You're- i saw it i saw one like fall off and like break a, the fucking not, not break but like bust the back window it's like yeah the weather in california is so weird and and california is so ill equipped for when yeah. there's any change in like the wind or the rain or whatever
0: yeah, that's it's just kind of the same. Actually, it's a little similar from what I remember when I was in Baltimore doing a show for a couple months. It snowed like an inch and a half and they canceled our show and they like could not deal. And it was like the same energy of like, we're just not equipped for it. It's not that we can't right. handle it. We just kind of can't yeah. handle it, you know?
1: Yeah, um, it's, it's anyway. weird. It's weird when It's weird when you, especially when you're a kid because you just like don't understand what's going on and you yeah. grow up and you're like, where are my tax dollars going? You just like mm-hmm. are freaked
0: out. Like, where the fuck is. What are we doing here, guys? What are we paying for? Fucking military? The police? What's happening? Well, I don't want, you know, I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Anyway, don't know. before we go into our conspiracy theories, how about we just scroll <laughs> it down? What do you think? <laughs> Let's scroll it down. Let's start off with the main character. On the main character. Who's main it?
1: character. You're trending. Main
0: character.
1: So, the main character this week is a concept and it's trying not to look at the news because holy goddamn fuck, yeah. there's no avoiding what's happening. There's no avoiding what's happening. We hear it, the scroll down, don't condone war. Okay.
0: <laughs> we don't support it. That's not funny. But it's just, it's funny because this is, you know, you think when you start a podcast, you're not going to be saying we don't condone war. We don't condone war
1: you know i mean it's 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 just like how you're uh, i guess i guess what i want to say is that like there is no avoiding the news right now like i think a lot of times we we consume so much and there's a lot of escapism and we are very privileged in this country especially if like you're you know if you're not if you're not stressed out about money or where you're gonna live or whatever like you are living a privileged existence in my opinion and um it's a trip to like yeah, you know, be on Twitter or whatever or social media or Instagram or TikTok or whatever. And you're just like, oh, my God, there's a full blown war going on. And this is what we're doing. Or then if you see the images of, like something going on in Israel and Palestine and you're just like and you see it, and you're just like, what can I do? What can right. I do? And it also just makes you, you it really makes you realize how small you are.
0: Oh, my God. Well, yeah, especially because something like uh, Israel and Palestine can be going on for decades, uh, and we only find out about it in 2022, 2021, and we're like – Wait, what? Like what's happening? How can I like what how can I even process all of this information? And yeah, it's like we just we really don't know what's going on in other parts of the world. We're lucky to kind of live in our own I mean, I guess it's lucky, I think, to live in our own kind of bubble right. where we don't know all of those things or have to experience that type of stuff. But yeah, it's like lately, I don't I don't know. Lately, it's just the internet in general has been making me feel Crazy because we're so inundated with so many stories. And there's this weird energy when that happens, I think, for people to be like, you know. Fucking like Vogue posts a picture of like a right. model and somebody in the comments is like, oh, what are your thoughts on Ukraine and Russia? And it's like, excuse me? You're talking to Vogue? And actually Vogue <laughs> might say something, but fucking not on their goddamn Instagram. They're just trying to post pictures right. from Fashion Week. You know, like absolutely, just, it becomes this this like fury, this intensity that I just can't deal with. And just in general, I think like it's interesting because I've never actually taken an internet break of any sort? <laughs> like I never cuz I was just like cuz I was like people always are be like, you know, I got to take an Instagram break. Instagram's making me crazy. Da 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 da. And I'm like, "Really? Instagram doesn't make me crazy. Like I love looking at the cute little pictures and I don't follow any people that make me feel sad or anything like that." But I uh took Instagram and TikTok off of my phone this week, and let me tell you. Let me tell you. I saw friends. <laughs> uh I smiled. Um, I had a light, you know, sensibility about me. I felt it it was a very big difference in how I felt because I think that we are just being inundated, even if it's not news, it's social, you know, cultural issues or just people being loud and just like a constant stream of information, all of our friends telling us where they fucking are all the time or what they're fucking doing. It's a lot.
1: I've been rewatching Will and Grace. And the interesting thing, especially when in regards to Israel and Palestine, is that when shit really started, like, popping off again, when more recent, like, when it started getting more aggressive uh, more recently, I remember being like, man, why was I, why do I feel like I was so misinformed when I was young? And then there had been some jokes on Will and Grace where I'm like, oh, this is why. Because they've made some jokes where I'm like, what are you guys joking about? and yeah. i also if you if and that's the other thing that's fascinating because there's so much which again representation matters and you know you know writing progressive shit matters because man some of these some of this entertainment shit that people consume it really does inform the way people look at shit especially in the 90s and it can misconstrue shit pretty aggressively and that's what's fascinating about what's happening in russia because right now their whole shit like they're the propaganda that they're getting inundated with is, like, over on some, like, North Korea-type shit. Right. And it's, like, god damn, like, how quickly shit can change is wild. And to think about how, oh, my God, I... You know, Ukraine, there's people fleeing, you know. You know, in Palestine, people are free, fleeing. And it's, everywhere is... The motherfuckers are fleeing, okay, for their lives. Mm-hmm. But it made me think about how on TikTok right now and Instagram and kind of across social media, there's a lot of uh, this one note joke happening with first generation mm-hmm. people where they're just like I'm first generation and that means that the trauma that my family endured, it's now my responsibility to get a college education and make a lot of money and, and they do these like weird displays of like I'm breaking the trauma cycle but like Bitch, I can't look at that TikTok and then watch the news and be like, God damn, we got some TikTok stars fleeing these fucking countries. They're coming. We're going to have more TikTok stars making content once they get the fuck out of Ukraine or wherever the fuck they're fleeing from. And it just cracked me up because I was like, this is really the cycle. Because I think about how my parents fled because of war. And now I'm just fucking have a podcast. (laughs) This is a cycle. So really... The TikTok stars are Putin's fault. That's what I'm trying to say. Putin?
0: (laughs) Okay. The TikTok stars are Putin's fault. This is Marcella's uh, stance. This is where we're landing. I don't uh, exactly know how we got there, but I am on board with it because I think that Putin and TikTok do seem like they could be related. So that makes sense. You're a very supportive friend. Um, I appreciate that. I got you. I got you. Have you ever seen um, Trial by Media? i think you'd be really no. you'd think, okay so trial by media talks about kind of what you're talking about about like because when you watch the 90s shit first of all <laughs> the way they betray the way they portray anyone who's not white is pretty stereotypical almost in every instant. Right. the way same with right. like people who are not straight whatever they're like and like trans people good lord i mean that's yeah. if you've if you've watched the documentary disclosure whoop, if you watch the documentary disclosure you'd be like how did i miss this But I think what's interesting about Trial by Media and just, like, coming back to all of these older programs that we're watching now as adults, like, when we have so much more information, is how much the media and popular culture can influence the way you see the world. And that was something that, like, Trial by Media was, like, showing... I, don't, I think they showed the Lorena Bobbitt trial or, like, some other murder trials about how they're, like, victim-blaming and just, like, right, making right, right. jokes out of things that are super fucking heavy, and it is really interesting to see. And, like, because, yeah, we weren't informed because we were only informed by, like, Jay Leno's dumbass, you know what I mean? Like, right, right. he was giving us the fucking joke. Same with Pam and Tommy. I've been watching Pam and Tommy, and they show Jay Leno just, like, making jokes while Pamela Anderson is, like, being, you know, totally... Uh, exposed literally and figuratively because she didn't want yeah. that fucking shit out there. But yeah, anyway, it's I just think it's interesting how the media and now the internet can like just inform how our, our thoughts are. But I also think now it's just so fucking loud that sometimes it's like you have to take a break from it because it's like, listen, I don't know what my fucking thoughts are. I haven't even had a minute to collect my thoughts. So let me just go get educated by myself and then come back to it. Or to be honest, let me just like, let me just live without having to like have the internet tell me how my energy should feel like even when people tweet like when people tweet like the vibes are bad am i right and it's like viral and it's like bro like i don't know the vibes are fine you know like like (laughs) let's be real you're like a white guy sitting in your fucking you know house in fucking brooklyn like chill like it doesn't matter like it doesn't it's not that it doesn't matter it's just that it's not you're not experiencing what these other people are experiencing putin's tiktokers are having a very different experience than you are you know right
1: Right, but that's the reality, right? People and their privilege kind of creates obviously their their perception of reality and what's real. And I guess it's like I, because my 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 parents and my brother fled because of war. It's like I the reality is shit can change in an instant, you know. And and I remember seeing someone on social media post that uh, like recently they were like um, this is this has been years in the making. Like people have like really so there have been a lot of people that bought you know, his bullshit, and that's why we're at where we're at, which made me frustrated with, like, how a lot of Democrats, like, they, they, (laughs) they'll always be like, voting doesn't matter, it can't vote blue no matter who, and it's like, guys, unfortunately, if we fucking don't, rally together we're gonna have a fucking putin on our hands because that's all these dudes really ever want imagine if he was president and we but i'm saying if trump was president right now and putin was doing this shit like who the fuck knows where the fuck we'd be at how this shit would be happening for us right now so it's like i i do agree that vote blue no matter who fucking blows ass but Unfortunately, yeah. if we don't fucking get behind some shit that has some, some semblance
0: of progress, we're gonna get a fucking Putin in our hands. Putin? We're gonna get a fucking Putin in our hands. That was that whole thing when people were trying to like say Bernie should win, no Hillary should win, no blah, blah, blah. It's like, I sw- I, it's not that I don't think you should have a choice. It's that if the choice is Trump, <laughs> come on, you fucking idiots, pick who's gonna win who's gonna win <laughs> or i just i'm just like because if we have fucking trump right now because your ass said no it has to be Bernie dude. or nothing Ooh, i would beat your asses ooh. this bitch why'd you vote for him you know for why real, didn't you just dude. vote biden
1: yeah i and i hate that i hate that that hate is un- the unfortunate reality but that is the unfortunate reality and it, yeah. it is terrifying to think about and that's why you know i think that's why a lot of like what's happening in the news right now is like people are like why do people care about the ukrainians because they're white blah 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 but it's like um, yo if this is what it takes for white people to give a shit i yeah okay i mean at at this point i fucking give up because it's like what there no they don't care about you know what's happening in palestine or wherever the, in fucking somalia or whatever the fuck wherever some shit is popping off i mean we gotta fucking try to shift some shit somewhere so yeah, that's my well, final it,
0: word. And that is the good that is the good side of it. Anything that gets people talking and paying attention is good because we don't want people to be uninformed. I mean, I'm pretty uninformed to be honest because yeah. I've been trying not to look at the news. Uh I'm just trying to Which get I, through, you dude, know.
1: And that's the thing is like I don't blame anybody that doesn't want to fucking keep up with the news. This shit is stressful and it's like if you got to fucking pay the rent, if you got to fucking pay your health insurance, like fucking yeah. focus on that shit. I yeah. I don't blame anyone who's not super informed. Uh you know I I just I hate when people you know sh- should be informed and they they go out of their way to not be informed that's the shit that bothers me you know mm-hmm. but it's like man I always think about like my brother with like five kids Mhm my brother got five kids he got five motherfuckers they hungry. The are hungry why would he be
0: you know he got yeah. cut <laughs> crust off with some fucking bread okay he ain't got time to study up on ukraine and russia it's just this is how life is okay
1: <laughs> it was funny too because earlier my brother was like so if russia has uh three
0: percent of
1: the oil why are the gas prices going up and i was like do you think i'm an oil expert because <laughs> I, mean, I haven't read shit about i don't know how that shit works if i'm being real i
0: don't real, all i know is it cost me 80 dollars to fill up my tank yesterday and the guy at the gas station hit on me that's all i know i don't that, know nothing you know, more. and i can't tell you why it's like that but i can tell you it sucks but i i, I don't know what to do about it and i'm not gonna fucking yeah. get on my little computer and type a tweet out about it
1: because i don't know <laughs> you're doing the lord's work when you don't Lord. tweet about some shit you, you only know a little bit about girl okay? when you see
0: me being silent it's either because i'm happy or because i don't know nothing <laughs> So anybody that follows me on Twitter, listen, stick with me. Eventually I'll come back and tweet stuff. But like right now, I don't know nothing and I'm just happy. Okay. I'm trying to live my
1: life. You just made me think about a tweet. I was, I've was, just thought like my, my face is so oily. I wonder if I can put that in my gas tank. Anyways, there's something I love there. That. I gotta, that's, that's a rough draft of a joke that I'm going to yep. tweet in the next couple of days.
0: Everybody, this is a uh, scroll down exclusive. We're getting a first yeah. draft Marcella Arguello joke. <laughs> you get to witness the process so then when you see it on twitter you fucking better like it because it's been workshopped and you heard it you better
1: retweet it bitch okay <laughs> yeah that's i don't it. know how to say it retweet anymore. me bitch that's retweet it. this bitch that's come on retweet. retweet me bitch fucking
0: find a tweet that i put that i put up that you think is funny months ago and just retweet that i don't care i'm too tired mm-hmm.
1: with that we're gonna take a quick break
0: And we're back, welcome back um, So our next topic is Spoiler, Spoiler alert, alert. Spoiler alert. No, no, no. So this weekend I went by my damn self Because I just wanted <gasps> to live I used, I used to love doing that so I did it again this weekend mm-hmm. I went mm-hmm. to go see the Batman By myself, the Batman yes. Did you see it? Yes, I took the kids, with my niece and nephews
1: We went mm-hmm. I loved it Um if you don't want the Batman to be spoiled, fast forward to 44:05.
0: I thought it was so fucking good. Okay, I think that there's a lot of discourse right now on the internet, but I don't wa- I don't care about The Dark Knight versus The Batman. I personally thought that the the, ba- the, the Dark Knight is my favorite Batman and I felt like mm-hmm. The Batman was on the same level with it. It was so fucking nice. good. So I you found it. it to be equals? Yeah, I found it to be equals. I mean, I I guess I would probably like The Dark Knight a little bit more, but The Batman, I mean, I don't know. I was really into it. Like, if you're going to start off a fucking movie with – they did it in the preview, so I'm not really – this isn't too spoilery. But um, they the, if you're going to start off a song with Something in the Way by Nirvana, like a really fucking emo version of it, Holy, I'm on that's board. that's your shit. You,
1: yeah, that's your you shit. You know I
0: love – I love grunge, shit. and I love a dude that has, like, a lot of <laughs> eyeliner on and, like, long hair. <laughs> So I, was in, I loved it. I thought it was... I, it was just so... I really liked the whole vibe they had of you. It, they had you from the hook. They had you. They had so me. I didn't
1: watch the... Tra- I don't give a fuck about superhero movies. Everybody knows that about me. I don't give a shit about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't watch none of them. My favorite superhero movie is that one where everybody dies at the end with the fucking... Mm-hmm. With the evil... With the guy I don't one of those Avengers shits oh I
0: was gonna say Avengers Endgame do they die at the end I don't that know that one everyone okay. yeah
1: motherfuckers they fucking and disappear snap. they don't die okay. I shouldn't say die they fucking disappear into the they fucking turn into nothing I was all this is awesome I remember thinking it was fucking it was um they made a large choice that I found interesting and I really enjoyed it, it wasn't fucking cookie cutter bullshit superhero movie it was like the villain is vital to superheroes existence anyways so didn't give a shit My nephew wanted to go. Nobody could take the kids. And I was like, fuck it. I ain't got nothing to do on Sunday. I'm going to be hungover because I'm going to be dancing on Saturday. I just want some fucking nachos. It's three hours, so I'll fucking take a nap in the middle of it. I'm gonna get my nachos. I'm gonna get some candy. i eat popcorn. I love the food there. They, it's one of those ones that has the fucking recliner seats. Yep. And I was like, the kids will think I'm the best because I'll buy them all the food they want, you know? Because I know they're broke-ass dad and doing all that shit. <laughs> so, um, I was like, this will be fun. And uh, I, even, I even bought my niece, um, they had like a bucket of popcorn and Cup, like a limited edition cup that you could buy. Mm-hmm. It was like a twenty dollar deal. You know, you can get refills. I was like, let's get one of those. Let's mm-hmm. fucking do it up. Let's make memories, y'all. And off jump. That shit started. I was in. I was captivated. Absolutely captivated. Okay. So yeah. I I've never watched any of the other Batman movies. I should say I watched the Michael Keaton ones as a child. Yeah. Because that's what we did we watched yep. those movies together I think the the fucking the, the Joker recently that was really good that everybody
0: liked the Joaquin Phoenix oh, one
1: uh, watch that uh, as a screener
0: oh the that oh, Joaquin when, Phoenix yes when Joaquin Phoenix played the Joker yes 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 yes
1: I, I thought it was cool but I wasn't like you know in love with it but it was dope and so this one I was like
0: oh my god this shit is bomb it's so fucking. Good. You'll like the Dark Knight, I think. If you like, if you like Joker, like, I don't know. I'm scared to speak on this because I don't want no men in my fucking comments. I don't need none of y'all opinions. But if you like the Joker, if you like the Dark Knight, and like the Batman. Oh, wait, if you like the Batman and the Joker, then you're going to like the Dark Knight because it's that same energy. Yes. There's something about like, for me, when a superhero movie, because like people, for a while I was trying to watch all the Marvel movies after watching a bunch of DC movies and I was like, for me personally, I don't think the Marvel movies are all that because I think they're too cute. They have too many like I was going to say, they're too cheesy. Bits. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like, this too is cheesy. too clean. It's like clean. I like a gritty, nasty, dirty, rainy movie and that's, this movie was dark. So it was good. dirty. It was emo it was and it uh, had Gawk. suspense yeah. action mystery romance yeah. humor it had
1: everything you want in a fucking movie
0: zoe kravitz and uh robert pattinson that chem chem that chemistry was off the <laughs> time i mean and he okay. looked I, I was like is he wearing taller boots or he, i know he's like six feet tall oh, but i was like sure. he looked tall as fuck in that movie yeah in a he really tall like, as fuck i agree and every time he kind of like leaned in i was like <gasps> horny oh you know <laughs> Oh, like oh god! Like it was just like he—he he is. It's funny because I—I I used to have hot. a big crush on him. Like I loved him in Twilight. I'm a cheesy bitch, mm-hmm. but like because I like vampires. What do you say?
1: Shout out to Rosie. She loves the Twilight. We just bought her the books. Um, Me and Sandy bought her the the new. There's a new book, so we bought the brand new covers, the whole series ooh, of books. Mm-hmm. And we bought her the the. It came with the new one, and um, she was very happy.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I love like she loves goth him. like. I love, like, vampires. I love... And I just... Yeah, and I like his look is very much a look that I'm into. Like, my family always calls that, like, a Nicole guy. Like, a guy that I would think is cute. I, I, I feel like after... um twilight and i don't know he's for me he kind of fell off because i was like okay he's doing too much and he's just like a jokester in like his interviews he's always like goofing around and answering he's crazy a little answers weird.
1: he's definitely i I was watching a few clips because a lot of clips are going viral recently because zoe kravitz was saying some wild shit there was one where she was like nobody books me or some shit like that and yeah. um he was like giggling like a motherfucker in a mm-hmm. weird but his energy was i was just like uh, it also it like I gotta say as someone who doesn't give a shit about him wasn't looking forward to the movie, I was definitely put off by some of his interviews. I was like, oh God, this guy's not gonna be good. So when right. I watched the movie, I was like,
0: what the fuck right
1: well, really there's good. there's
0: something to uh, yeah, like, him talking about acting or just his performances in general, they can be like a little erratic and like weird. And like he's, I mean, he's weird in a way that I, I kind of think that's hilarious in interviews. But at the same time, like I was like, what is this bitch gonna be like as Batman? Because he's right, just like right. to me, he seems like little. You know, he, there some there were some shots though where they, when they showed his back one time. I was like, Whoo-hoo! and then the second time they showed it, I was like, come oh, yeah. on, <laughs> like he's not yeah. that big. Yeah, but um, I, I I was. I really was just like truly shook. I thought he was so good as Batman. Honestly, I he's thought he great. was so good as Batman and as Bruce Wayne. He was good, but I like I really loved watching him as Batman, which I did not expect.
1: Well, and then the the note that my my nephew because he's watched them all. My brothers watched them all. They I guess according to them, when they put on the bat suit, they have a weird
0: uh, deep voice,
1: and that Robert is the first one that hasn't really
0: fucking overdone it he kind of it was like chill, more chill a chill version of the deep voice yeah because I think they're trying to disguise their voice even though half their face is being seen by the public <laughs> which I always think is hilarious right, right. but um, yeah they're trying to like disguise their voice so Christian Bale did this like really weird whispery I, fucking, yes, yeah. I, I saw that and so yeah it was like that was yeah Robert Pattinson just was like nah I'm just gonna kind of like talk a little bit lower but like not make it all that different he definitely I feel like made some choices I remember seeing an interview where he said like his Batman was going to be grittier and dirtier. And I i, I guess you could kind of say that. I mean, those shots of when he, like, took off all his shit and he just had the black makeup streaming down his face, yeah. I was, I fucking, I just loved it. it I thought was it was cool. so fucking cool. And I feel like that's part of his cool. energy that he brought to it.
1: Right. Absolutely. I definitely, I will say, though, when I was watching it, and I tweeted this. I definitely had those emo kids from South Park in my head every time he was like, I'm a romantic man and I don't want to see anybody like it was that those South Park kids. And I was just like, I can't take this that serious.
0: That's what I'm saying about him being like like a little guy that he seemed bigger in the movie was because it's like there's still that energy of like the little the, you know the little emo kid at the concerts that but you're it was just good. like it, okay, but it was yeah.
1: perfect it was perfect yeah. because the batman what it did feel larger it did seem bigger it did seem like masculine and sexy yeah. as you know just opposed to
0: his like bruce wayne being a little bitch boy you know and you think about it Bruce Wayne is a bitch boy. Every fucking Batman movie, which you have not watched a lot of them, but every fucking Batman movie is like, let's let's refresh your memory and show you that his parents died and talk to you about how right, sad right. he is that his parents died and have Alfred be talking about how sad he is because his parents. So it's like Bruce Wayne is an emo bitch because he cannot get over it. That bitch, I don't think he went to therapy. He just put on some bat costume and started flying around. You know, like he didn't do that. So he's he's wallowing in it. So that's what Robert Pattinson yeah. was really playing up, which I liked it a lot. It was
1: great. I loved it. it. I loved good. it a lot.
0: I didn't yeah. think and it felt like fucking... three hours either. I thought it felt like nothing. Well,
1: I will say once I had to start peeing in, yeah. within the third hour, I was like, okay, now it's three hours. Like, I, yeah. That's when I felt it. But yeah, the first two hours, I was like, I don't, e- I didn't feel it because I didn't have to pee. Um, yeah. I did love the fucking Batmobile chase scene.
0: To the Batmobile.
1: God damn, that shit was tight. Hilarious. Also, guy? I had no idea that Colin Farrell was a penguin.
0: <gasps> okay. People kept saying I had, had no idea who played the penguin, but I forgot to look up who it was. That was Colin Farrell. That was Colin Farrell. Holy I had no fucking shit. idea. He, he was, was so, so cartoony good. and
1: hilarious. So good.
0: I thought that That'd I, that. I genuinely thought that was kind of like an unknown actor that was just fucking killing me
1: it. too. Like a, like an old school vet that has been like in theater for years. New York yeah, I vet.
0: know exactly.
1: He, he was so cheesy and goofy in, like, good ways. Like, exactly the way it's p- Penguin is supposed to be. That fucking, the penguin walk when he was cuffed, hilarious. Oh. The fucking line that, when everything was exploding, and he's like, what a freaking psycho! I was like, hilarious. Like, the delivery, it his was delivery so was hilarious. Good. He had so many perfect, hilarious lines. So wow. many. Wow,
0: I really didn't know that. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, now I'm even more fascinated by it. I kind of want to see it again, because I was really into it. That's how I was with The Dark Knight, I think I'm going to go. I think I I'm also taking my boo. That's uh, so what I'm probably I'm gonna, gonna, gonna do too. But yeah, go. I was like, dang, um, that is so crazy. And John Turturro, he's fucking the best bad guy ever. He's like an incredible actor to me. He's just his presence is so like calm and cool, something I never could be. And so I watch him, and I'm like, he, uh, damn, he's so cool. With this fucking sunlight. He sunglasses. reminds me of my dad. He does. He, he, oh, so he, he does. looks like cool. my dad.
1: He he's like like toll Looks like my even my nephew in the middle of the movie. He was like he looks like Lelo. I was like I know oh, it's so weird. I love it was like that. a trip. It kind of took me in and out. Sometimes it was a fucking mind fuck for sure. Well, especially
0: because he plays a dad in the movie. Like that was a central part of the story as him being a dad. It was.
1: I it, it was one of those things where you know what was funny. There were so many parts in the movie that <laughs> it's like you know. It's still a comic book. It still, you know, has predictable moments, you know, where you can kind of be like, oh, that's going to be the dad, you know, like as soon as, you know, she interacted with him. I was like, that's the dad. But I still was like, it was so funny. I made my nephew laugh at one point. My nephew, he's 18. It's, you know, when they're teenagers, making them laugh brings you so much joy. So there was a moment where she, she does the big reveal and, uh, and I just I did, like, this loud gasp. I mean, I knew it was coming. I predicted it in my head. I was like, oh, that's the dead. And then when she said it, I was all. <gasps> and then my nephew <laughs> just starts busting up laughing. Uh-huh. And I was, like, so happy because I I'm I can be very annoying when I watch a movie. And uh, it was
0: hilarious. I was like, that was worth it. That was worth it That's that's great Oh my gosh My nephew's about to be seven Tomorrow Happy birthday EJ Aww. He's not gonna listen to this um, But he It's like I can't wait and I mean I want to wait Because I like having him as a kid But like right. I can't wait Until he's like a, great a teenager age. And we can it's go so on like weird. Our little dates And hang out <laughs>
1: It's a trip though, when they, cause he was the one that wanted to go see Batman. I was like, hell yeah! So then, and then also talking about it with him afterwards was really cool. We were like, you know, talking about things. I was telling him, cause he was like, but what about with this? I was like, no, they're doing character development with her. Like, I was like, remember you said that they that he was just Batman for two years? I was like, that means Catwoman isn't fully evil yet. That's why she's yeah. still like, maybe I'm gonna kill him, maybe I'm not. You know, she's like, you know, torn. She's getting torn between good and evil. And I was like, dude, she, I was like, I'm telling you doing character development something's going to happen with that character uh, assuming that you know they have a sequel or or, or maybe a spinoff with a spinoff what that shit called when they have their own movie a
0: spinoff yeah
1: yeah and uh so it was like really cool talking about it with him and also talking about it from the perspective of like hollywood you know money making shit you know i was mm-hmm. like no nah, dude they're that's perfect that's what they're doing they're just set up and da da and he was like oh yeah i didn't think about that and i was like oh man what a
0: good conversation that's awesome. I love that so much. It's it's also interesting because it's like you can bring your different expert opinions to it. Like he can bring maybe mm-hmm. like the more superhero comic book energy and then you can be like, listen, he did. <laughs> let me tell you how it's going to go because it's Hollywood and I know. It's pretty cool. Right. But yeah, it was you, cool I, because
1: he... He definitely had some shit that he knew about. Oh, that they said this because of that, and then and, 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 and he was like, it was very accurate to the bat. And I was just like, wait, you read Batman? Like, because he doesn't buy comic books, he reads them online, which I didn't know. I actually didn't know that about him. And I was like, you read it? And, I, and then I was like, my friend Yadoye Travis wrote a Batman comic. Like, oh, I was yeah. so happy to like impress him with that, you know. And he was like, wow, that's so cool. It's was like, oh shit, I should get that for him. Like that's just that would just be cool. That might, you know. Shout out yeah, to yeah, that would
0: be so cool. Yeah, you should get him to sign it and send it, and then you can have a copy. True. That would be amazing. It's true. I also um, was laughing because have you seen the movie? Zoe Kravitz is in this movie that's on HBO now right now called Kimmy uh, K-I-M-I. K-I-M-I. Oh. First of all, it's good. I think people should see it. Steven Soderbergh, uh, Zoe Kravitz, and uh, it's just like a movie where she plays like somebody, pretty much somebody who listens to series recordings, more or less. Except for it's called Kimmy, and so then she kind of like fixes problems because of because that that Kimmy hears when Kimmy's not working, she fixes the problem, and then she ends up hearing something crazy and has to go investigate it. You know, whatever. It's one of those stories, but it's like it's very Hitchcocky and really good. My point is really stupid because my only point in this is that in the movie, in that movie, she wears a blue wig and I was just laughing because I was like, is it somewhere in fucking Zoe Kravitz's contract that she has to wear like a colorful wig? Like she had a red one. And a pink mm. one in the Batman, and uh, she she'd be looking cute. I like. I'm like, did she write this in somewhere that she like? She knows she looks cute in color? so she's got to like.
1: I mean, she might suggest it. She might be like, you know what, I want to do. Can we make it a red wig? Let's try
0: a blue she's wig. Like,
1: I yeah. mean, you know, it's always fun when you do get to have like some kind of input creatively, yeah. even if it's not in the language or whatever your lines are. Like when you get to like have wardrobe input, it's always
0: fun to collaborate with the stylist. I mean. That'd be cool if she did that. Maybe she does. But yeah, it's cute. But uh, yeah, shout out. The Batman was very good. So I really enjoyed it. Go see it.
1: Me and Nicole, we finally agree. We agree on something and it's the Batman. It's the Batman. And moving on, y'all. How did we get here? How did we? President Biden is urging the return to your office. Most Americans can remove their masks, return to work, and move forward safely. Nicole,
0: thoughts? Okay. My thoughts, I think, honest to God, but, but it's be- I've only had, since the pandemic started, was the most uh, office, quote-unquote, office jobs that I've ever had because they're all writer's rooms, and writer's rooms are like mm-hmm. an office job. Um, personally, I don't understand why people wouldn't want to go back to work, but I do, I, I feel like I'm in the minority and a lot of mm-hmm. people are very angry about this and about the idea of going back to work. And I I, I don't know, me personally, I don't fucking like sitting in my apartment and like, In sweatpants. Like, I want to go outside. I want to see people. I mean, the one thing that's nice about it is I can roll out of bed at 845 and then be at work at 9. Like, that's nice. But at the same time, it's like, I don't feel like that's personally all that super fucking healthy. And, like, I have a friend who he's been working at home the whole pandemic and he, you know, has like anxiety from it and like is socially like uncomfortable now. And I don't think that that's doing anybody any favors. We're already fucking staring at our phones all day, scrolling shit. And then like, if we're sitting at home all day on the computers, just looking at our coworkers and we don't meet people in person, like, what are we doing? If you have a fucking stupid ass meeting, sure, make it a Zoom. But like, if you are going to have like, I don't know, like a regular work day, I say, why not go in and interact with humans like the olden days? <laughs> what do you think about
1: this? I fully disagree with you. Um, I know everybody's going and, to. Yeah, and uh, and but I will say in Nicole's defense, guys, before we even get into my opinion, um, Nicole does live alone, and she is. And and you did take the pandemic pretty hardcore. More, I I would argue more serious than i knew some other people did at the beginning i knew you were like really really like staying in at the beginning in a way that i knew a lot of people weren't and i even there was instances where i would invite you out and you were like nah bitch no nah, i'm staying inside so like i will i can see where you're coming from because you were pretty intense from the beginning and now like i can see how you'd be like fucking fuck this i'm done with this like the shit especially because you've been working and you know like You're going in, you're quote unquote going into work in Zoom and you're like, man, this is fun. I should do this in person, right? I mean, I would imagine that's where your perspective is coming from.
0: It is. And it's also, I'm a workaholic. To be honest, it's like I'm a workaholic, so I love being at work and I love being around people at work. But I think... I personally, like, we're lucky that, like, if we're going to work, it's, like, maybe on a lot or on set or, like, you know, in front of the camera doing cool stuff. And so it's, like, maybe that's why because I I love working and I like interacting with people at work because I feel like... And and it is true because I live alone and because I can be a little antisocial, sometimes my my interactions are with people at work. So then I go home and I'm, like, okay, I interacted with humans today. But when I don't have that because I'm working at home, I'm, like, this blows. I mean, we're interacting, but I'm getting fucking headaches from staring at Zoom for eight hours and my neck hurts, my shoulders hurt. And like, I feel trapped on my fucking at my desk or at my apartment. You know, it's like, I don't like that feeling.
1: Yeah. And, and I think the difference too, Nicole, is that like, you know, that if you went into an office and you wanted to be wearing a mask all day or whatever, that the places that you work would be fine with that. But I know that there's a lot of people that work for employers who are conservative, who will try to make them feel bad for wearing a mask, who will try to make them feel bad because they don't want to, you know, maybe attend a meeting that is kind of unnecessary. Mm-hmm. My, um, I have a friend who was working for this super conservative... Like, it was kind of inappropriate how some of the, some of the emails were because, of, like, some of the shit he was pushing on his employees and they feel the pressure to, like, succumb to whatever he's requesting. Mm-hmm. And it, it can be kind of stressful. So it's that thing of, like... It's fucking not as simple as do you want to go and do you not want to go in because some people are like legit working for people who were like, you don't need to be vaccinated. You don't need to wear a mask. We all can cough in each other's mouths like almost like, whoa, whoa, let's at least have a little like some kind of boundaries and some kind of personal choices that people are making. Because I do get that like, okay you're not vaccinated. You don't want to wear a mask. You know, like do your thing. That's your choice fine but then when they try to make other people feel bad for wearing a mask and you're, and that's your employer now like yeah it's it has gotten weird i have some friends who have dealt with that specific thing and i'm just like i wouldn't have a job like i would fucking tell a motherfucker off because that's how I, i've always been right. so it would be it, it's I, it it's a little tricky i will say that i i get why people want to be in the office or go back to work or you know, cause even when like you go like to Taco Bell, some of these, you know, the employees aren't wearing masks and, and you go to somewhere else, another Taco Bell and the employees are wearing masks. And it's like, it is yeah. a matter of choice at this point, but there's no, there's no way to avoid what's coming, which is another surge, right. you know, and right. and then, then what do we do then? And yeah. so it's fucking tricky. I just think it's tricky. I don't, I, the only reason I even say I disagree is because it's not even that I think that it's right or wrong because you know i'm working in clubs i'm not one to be like nobody should be you know leaving the house i i I don't i want people to leave the house too i want to make money too um but i'm not like doing meet and greets after the show as i used to like i used to go right as soon as my set was done i'd go and wait for people you know i'd fix my makeup and then go wait for people now i like give it 10 15 minutes and the people that like really want to stay I will go interact with them, maybe take a few pictures, and I'll, I'll try to, like, escape And once I start feeling uncomfortable. Um, but I also know comedians who are happily doing meet and greets. I know comedians that are charging for meet and greets. Like, it, things are changing, and mm-hmm. I just—I fully want people to be comfortable to make the choice that makes sense for them because we're think all— that, yeah. You know, we're all so different. We're all di- experiencing different things.
0: Yeah, it is very important that people do feel like they have a choice, and I think that's one of the reasons that people are complaining is because they don't feel like they have a choice. Absolutely yeah. not. And I guess I never thought about it because I, to be like, to be honest, I mean, I thank you for saying I was taking COVID seriously at first, and I am still taking COVID you seriously. You, you, but, you were, you, you
1: were hardcore, dude. You were fucking yeah, hardcore. I, I was I, even very... I, I was hardcore too, but there, there, like you wouldn't even go to the park. To do a lunch, you know what I mean? Like that was what that was at the beginning, you know? Like and I and the thing was that was understandable because we didn't have enough information. Like I didn't I didn't make anybody feel bad who wasn't down mm-hmm. to meet up. I was just like trying to find the friends that were trying yeah. to meet up. Shout out to y'all.
0: Well, and also, do you know why I was so fucking psychotic about it? It's because I didn't want to get sick because I wanted to work. I'm crazy. I'm broken. You know what I'm saying? But that's, but
1: that's what I'm saying. It's like that. But that is your that was your choice and you took it serious. And now you're yeah. working and you're and it's working. Your work is working. And you're like, yeah. well, OK, now, because that's the reality. Right. As shit has progressed, we're all making these adjustments. Yeah. You know, because even now, when yeah. I first started doing stand up, I was like, I will drive to two states away. Right. But like now I will get on a plane. I just I will make sure I have my KN95 masks, you know, and, and I'm I'm like, as long as I, no one there's nobody coming in and, you know, yeah. shit is what it is. As long as I feel safe, I will get on a plane.
0: And I do have to be honest, like I because I'm not thinking when, to me, it's like when the mask mandate went away, I was like, OK, mask off. We're going out, you know, doing our thing. Like I go to sure. workout classes that we don't wear masks and like I don't think of it as much. So I forget that stuff. And plus it's like because I I think it's because I'm usually depending on the fact that the place that i go to is asking for vaccination but when they're not asking if you're vaccinated and they're letting people in i'm not about that life because i'm like wait what's happening now we're all in an enclosed right. space with some people that are trying to give us the, the rona what's <laughs> uh, i'm thought, going to old know, school was, saying the rona
1: right but that was the other reason i went to the movies this weekend i was like the numbers are low i know that people are going to not be wearing masks but right now it's the safest for me to be at the movie theater than it has ever been and i and the kids want to go and i want to take the kids like I, mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i tr- i had to like go down that list though in my head and uh i but i think that w- we all are making those choices yeah. but unfortunately in california there are going to be places that if
0: you, you want to leave the house to.
1: and you want to go somewhere you got to be boosted mm-hmm. and i i just got asked to do a show where they're requiring people to be boosted i had to send my fucking vaccination card with my booster info on there it was the first time i've been asked to be boosted for a show and i It's kind of like, fuck, I don't I don't know where this is going. I don't know when it's going to end and I don't know what's what there's again, which is why I kind of am still on that. We all have to make the choices that make sense for us.
0: Yeah, like what you're saying, what you're saying is real. And then also, gas prices are fucking crazy. We just talked oh, yeah. about that. So people yeah. got to spend. I mean, if you, if I had to spend eighty dollars to fill my tank, like we're spending eighty dollars a week or at least, or whatever, mm-hmm. how, depending on how much you drive. People are gonna have to get childcare again, which means not only do they have to pay for childcare again, but then they have to like be ex- like letting their kid be exposed, letting their themselves sure. be exposed. You know. So yeah, it definitely makes sense that people wouldn't want to go back. And I think some people, plain and simple, just like working from home. And that's... That's get, good yeah. for them. That ain't, ain't me, but I totally understand it. I mean, especially like if I worked an office job my whole fucking life and went in nine to five every day or later or whatever, I do think that, yeah, being home for a couple of years and like actually being able to enjoy the space that I've paid yeah. for would be a nice right, experience. Right? Right. Like, yeah. Right? yeah. But so that's like, a great point. And so it's like, I don't think of it the same way, but um, it totally makes sense. I'm just, I guess I'm, I, I, I do have to say that I'm always a little bit surprised uh, when people don't want to go back to the office, but I, I, uh, I honor their choice. And I think that everybody, that they should get a choice in that matter. It just sucks because it's like, yeah. what are they, no boss is going to have enough patience to have like five employees on Zoom and the rest of the team at the table. They're, they're, no boss has that kind of patience in my mind. So they're going to have to figure out what yeah. to do.
1: Because yeah, mandating I mean,
0: people to go back to work is shitty, too.
1: Yeah, that that's did. the thing that bothers me. It's like, I also, I'm just like, wouldn't you want to save on real estate? But I guess, you know, maybe not. Maybe that's yeah. not how people see it
0: yeah oh, yeah i don't know who knows and that's like yeah biden was like we can fill out the downtowns of cities again and da da, have people bustling back and forth and it's like babe <laughs> the downtowns of cities have always been popping they were even popping during covid so don't try to play like they have not because i was in right. new york all summer and ain't nothing it did not feel like people weren't on the streets but he's right. just trying to get like that like fucking work shit going that capitalist like the you know yeah. little guys have to go back and slog it for the man or whatever <laughs> energy. Yeah,
1: it, it's a it has some exploitative undertones certainly. Yeah. I will also say in defense of people who want to stay inside. One of my nephews, um when he like when he was going to school before the pandemic, he was doing terrible in school. Bitch, the whole shit had to be online. Straight A's for the first time in his really? fucking life. Straight A's, and wow. then when they finally had to go back, and they had no choice to go back. Every morning puking. He has social anxiety, like oh. unbelievable. And it was that thing where it was like, "Damn, I would now." It it really made me be like, people should really choose if they want to go, like, especially based off grades. Like if you're. At home and you're getting straight A's, stay home. I didn't. I think right. that's the thing that kind of bothered me, I, and I wish more bosses were like, "Hey, Nicole wants to come in the office, so Nicole's coming in the office. Marcella doesn't want to come in the office, so she's gonna stay. She's gonna be working from home." Like, I feel like there should be room for adapting to your employees, but again, I don't know when it comes to like the real estate aspect of it, how you know they're fucking all their tax write offs and shit. Like that yeah. is what matters to them. So right. you know, what can you do?
0: I, I don't right. know. Maybe, who knows? I mean, maybe what will end up happening is there will be some companies that will, uh, you know, put, post up on LinkedIn, like we're a Zoom only company. And then other companies right. will be like, we're an in-office company only so that people know when they're applying for these jobs or, you know, I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen, but it'll be interesting to see because, I don't know, if, if we've learned anything from the pandemic, it's like people don't like to be told what to do after they've gotten used to one way of things you know like Absolutely. i'm not taking my mask off because you told me i could take my mask off but i'm not going to and that's after being told they had to put their mask on and not wanting to put it it's like people gotta we gotta figure out a way to give people choice and to and to help people's mental health
1: which what? brings me back to ukraine because i just keep <laughs> being like everything can change in an instant everything yeah. can change in an instant and it's like that's why this that fighting that people with that that type of uh, fighting that you were just saying it's like guys can we just Shit could really go sideways in an instant. I almost got hit by a car today, and like I scr- like, squeal—I don't want to say scream—because I literally just like let out this squeal. And I like what? Like what is it called when you like wince? Like I just like braced myself to get hit. I saw the car, and they—they they broke right where it didn't hit me. But I was like ready for that hit. And it was that thing of like, fuck, because I, I haven't been in a car accident forever, and I, God, I do not want to be in one. And it was that thing of like, fuck, if that motherfucker had hit me yeah. as as hard as you know he could have, the yeah. way it was looking, I wouldn't we I wouldn't even be recording this. Like it would right. be, it would just be a different day. Like mm-hmm. everything would have changed. And it's that thing where you're just like. She could change it in an instant, and I, I hate that. That's why that little infighting really gets under my skin, because I'm like, guys, we're, what is that fucking, that, that Kanye, there's a line that stays in my head with Kanye, you worry about the wrong things, the wrong, wrong things. things, you worry about the wrong things, whatever song that is from 808s. And I say to myself all the time when like I see shit like that in the news, I'm like, guys, we're worried about the wrong motherfucking things. Like, we really got to focus on what's what. Because, again, you see Ukraine, you're like, that could be us if we don't focus.
0: Yeah, the important things, the things that are in the moment. I was talking to this thing, I'm doing like this group thing or whatever that I signed up for and this lady was talking about how like Depression is thinking too much in the past, anxiety is thinking too much in the future. And I feel like the the internet is so focused on thinking too much in the future that everybody's freaking out freaking out about what could be or what's going to be or what they're right. trying to make happen. When it's like right now we have things that we need to think about. And let's try to concentrate on those, but like in a way that's like focused and productive as opposed to just like, exactly. like exploitative, like you were saying, or like uh extremist. Like it's like we have to figure out a right. way to just like and that's why we that's why you know sometimes you gotta log off of the goddamn internet okay like sometimes you just right. gotta sit at home you know live your life so our next segment is hello oh it's should bring us today because we all do we crafty and talking shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm old and disgusting i was loved once and then he died and that was it now i turn to dust my vagina just drops off of my body <laughs> I'm old. Um, we. I just saw this little cute story on NPR that I thought was adorbs, and it's. A, I guess it's a story that went kind of viral. Um, where. There's this new hotline that you can call, and you'll get encouraging words from a resilient group of kindergartners. I don't really know what it means, resilient group. Like maybe their lunch wasn't fucking you know cooked to their specifications, and they got over it. <laughs> anyway, it's kindergartners. Um, and so the, you call the line, and it prompts you with a menu of options. It says like, if you're feeling mad, frustrated, or nervous, press one. If you need words of encouragement and life advice, press two. If you need a pep talk from kindergartners, press three, etc. And so when you press three you get like mantras like be grateful for yourself if you're feeling up high and unbalanced think of groundhogs and then there's one where it's like bro you're looking great just like things like that where like uh, adults can call in what are your thoughts on this I think think it's adorable
1: adorable. it's very sweet and innocent and I love it and I I do think that people do need it Um, I will say though the pedophiles are going to abuse this. Because if you <laughs> need to hear kids laughing with delight, press
0: four. Oh, I don't know. Maybe we should get rid of that one. Oh, yeah. That's a little weird. That's like, a that's like, that's in the same world of cake. And like, so if you want to see a bitch sitting on a cake, press five. If you want to hear a chorus you know, of children's that, laughter.
1: That pre- <laughs> yeah, that press four one got me fucked up. I was like, no, I don't know about that one, y'all the kids and the pedophiles, they going to be calling.
0: Yeah, I just think it, I, yes, agreed. But also, I just think it's, um, it's, it's sweet because there is something that's so magical about kids. Like, obviously, I think kids are oh annoying God. as fuck, to be honest with you. But, <laughs> like, I would be lying if I sat here and was like, being around children is an exhilarating experience. No, being around children makes me have a little headache. And I'm like, why are they like this? But, like... They still have this imagination and this pure joy and this optimism that as adults, like I said, we get so fucking focused on thinking about the future and stressing about what could be or stressing about what happened that we don't get to just live like a kid and just fucking be moment to moment. And so I'm sure calling this line would be, I
1: probably feel really nice. Like it's kind of adorable. I think that goes back to what we were just talking about. Kids know how to live right now. Yeah. And so, and, and I wouldn't even say that it's optimism. They're just so realistic and truthful because what they see is the truth. You know, they don't, they don't need to sugarcoat it and they're very sweet. Um, I, and just so you guys know, the next time you need a little boost, dial pep talk at 707-998-8410. Um, and you can donate to the, that program as well. Um, I don't know why. I don't know what the to help support the programs hotline fees, yeah, whatever that means. I'm sure there's some child, there's some adult exploiting these children for sure. But you know what? They need the money, so send it to them. Okay. Um, but yeah, kids are kids are sweet and they're fun. And I I will say um, that. For years, I like whenever like Hollywood would get me down. My favorite thing would do, to do would be come home, visit the kids, because being around kids is like the you just they just you get washed over with. That fucking that energy, that mentality, that like no, be in the here and the now. Mm-hmm. Like and know that shit, it can be good. Those and I do say, I do agree that those little giggles can be very uplifting. But I do think that there's too many pedophiles for there to just be giggles as an option. I love especially that age range kindergarten five. Oh, what a perfect age to be around little sweetie pies because um, yeah. when they start getting a little older they start they start losing it they start getting a little sassy in the and not in the good way either okay no you know not in the good they've been they watching too much shit. peppa pig talking shit and yeah. they start repeating what that peppa pig bitch be saying and that's yeah. not nice and then um, they start to
0: smell and you're like why do you smell like that what's happening
1: oh my god when they start to smell it's not kids anymore they're not kids anymore. <laughs> it's over it's yeah. over, but I think this is sweet. And uh, we did want to just leave you guys with some uplifting
0: uh, info
1: because this was, I think, kind of a heavy podcast today. I think
0: so too. But yeah, you know, call pep talk, get your little, you know, your little chuckles off. Also, if your Twitter feed is all doom and gloom or like stupid comedians, <laughs> follow Kids Write Jokes. It'll just, it's just a great break in the middle. It's like these nonsensical jokes that these kids write. And they're just adorable because That's, it is like that thing of like, I wouldn't they're say- just living. That?
1: I wouldn't say nonsensical I wouldn't say nonsensical because it makes sense to them and that's part of the
0: joy of kids Get, that's all that a
1: couple examples yeah
0: one of them is what does a parrot want trousers what <laughs> and then one of them says Tom Hanks is a big dude not bye <laughs> whoa spicy why why a why a chickens crazy because it eat lots of seeds <laughs> mm, yeah, see, it's just like this I mean they're not shit. feeling what wobbles in the sky, a jelly plane, what? like of course, yeah, a jelly plane
1: it's gonna wobble,
0: but yeah, we just love it, kids, kids, it is like that thing of like. <laughs> I know it's going to sound stupid, but it's like, you know, I'm old and like we all have our little issues and like my therapist be like, go for a drive, listen to music, you know, do whatever connects you to this mm-hmm. moment as opposed to what you're thinking about and listen to kids. That could be one of them because kids don't give a damn. Kids are like, I'm just coloring on this little construction paper and then I'm going to go home. But I don't think about that. And you know you what? Know, doing it.
1: I retract my statement. Maybe if a pedophile is going to prevent you from <laughs> pedophiling just to call oh. the hotline, then you know what? Call. Just, just don't touch them. and with mm-hmm. that we want to thank you for listening to the scroll down this week Nicole where can people find you uh, you
0: can find me on Insta- well, yeah, Instagram and Twitter at Nicole Thurman N-I-C-C-O-L-E T-H-U-R-M-A-N oh also I want to say uh, March 17th we have a season 2 of Jellystone is coming out and then HBO mm-hmm. just ordered a bunch of more episodes so keep watching Jellystone yes. on HBO Max it's a very funny cartoon so Congrats, watch it. that's great news thank you it's exciting uh, Marcella where can people find you people can find me
1: at marcella comedy across all social media and guys women crush wednesdays has moved to saturdays march 19th is our first saturday so please come um exclusive we have nicole byer we have sashir zameda um we have some other great comedians but that's the exclusive no i haven't posted it anywhere don't share it just buy tickets motherfuckers and come see us in hollywood Um, And we just want to say thank you for Stephanie Aguilar, our incredible sound engineer, and our brilliant producer, Danielle Jones-Wesley. Another great episode in the books, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.
0: Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.